Hello and welcome this one time at OU. For anyone who's been to Athens or OU, you know one of the favorite restaurant go-to spots is Miller's uh, Chicken or Miller's Poultry. And we're fortunate today to be on a road trip to be in Athens and to have Sandy with us from Miller's Poultry. Thank you, Sandy. Thanks for being on the show. Okay, thanks for having me. Now, Miller's and Chicken and Miller's Poultry, are they the same same thing? or is Okay, well, it started out as Miller's Poultry, but everybody called it Miller's Chicken. So probably, oh, 30, 40 years ago, my dad kind of changed the name to Miller's Chicken because that's what everybody called it. And that's why most people come here, right? Yep. Chicken sounds better than poultry to eat. Yeah, well, like, like I told you before, when it first started, when my uncle started it, it was a poultry business, and they butchered their own chickens, and they, it was strictly just fresh chicken, you know, eggs. There, there was no cooked chicken, and in the well, mid to late 60s, he started cooking chicken, and he started out slow, started chicken. My aunt would make baked beans, potato salad, and coleslaw just at her house, you know, and they'd package it and sell it at the little store. So you had like chicken, chunk potatoes, just a couple salads, and then he just started adding things, you know, like liver, the livers, gizzards, and hearts. Well, some people would never even think, yeah. you know, I'm not eating that. Well, we sell hundreds and hundreds of pounds of those, you know, a month. It's, it's, it's just crazy. And when you run out of them, people are like, they're just angry and they don't even want to eat anything else. Well, I'm sure they get the pretty <laughs> unique taste that the gizzard seems to be very popular. Is that mm. one of your more popular ones? Uh, actually, hearts and liver more than gizzards. Well, so. back to when it started, you say it's poultry, so they would have, uh, they'd just butcher the chicken, so you, you'd run, come here and say, hey, I'm going to go pick up some chickens for dinner, and they, they, you got your chickens and your eggs here, and then it started getting some, some sides to it. Uh, was it always just chicken, or was turkeys, I mean... Anything else? Yeah, they did, they did turkeys, too. Just mainly, you know, around Thanksgiving time. It wasn't all the time. And then the in the um, 68 or 69, the university bought the property. We used to be over on Factory Street. And my uncle moved the location to where we are now, here on West State Street. And when we moved here, the, the butchering part of it stopped and we just, um, you know, got the chickens just, well, it was through Lancaster, not Lancaster Poultry, yeah, Lancaster Poultry for years and years and years until they went out of business. So the chickens came already cleaned. Now, we still cut our own for the most part. So I have a, you know, a meat cutter that he cuts them so we get our own cut that way, which is a lot nicer than if you just order them pre-cut. Sure, they're, they're you, just you not kinda, the you same. Cut them how you yeah. like them. Yeah, and then you know when we make all the the salads and it's it's just really grown. You know, over the years, and you just added things to the menu. Right now, I'm when I get busy and I'm slammed, I'm like, oh, we got too much stuff on this menu. Something's, <laughs> something's got to go. And last night was one of those nights. Where like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it or not. Well, I saw a caramel apple pie up there that looked pretty good. Yeah, and that was another thing, you know. I actually started started the pies, and I just started with a couple. And then 
you know, you just keep adding. You make all those pies? Well, kind of, so to speak, we, we bake them. They're actually just a gotcha. food service pie, but they're, they're, they're very good. No, they taste homemade as, as can be, and that's, that's super. Now, how did you get in the business? Just because in the family, or have you been, are you from Athens? Yeah, I was born in Athens. Actually, I was born right up the street here at Sheltering Arms Hospital, which is now apartments. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, up here around the corner. And now I'm going to die down here around this corner. But anyways, <laughs> no, my dad um, bought the business from my uncle. My dad worked for my uncle, but he bought the business in 1972. And that's when I started working. I was 10 years old. Wow. So the business, I think, started in 40s, right? Yeah, like for the, for the, yeah, for the most part. Gotcha. When it became more official of a business. Yeah. Now, um... You said you started when you were 10 years old. What were you doing at 10? Went on the cash register. So you know every inch of this business inside and out. Well, yeah, pretty much. There's not a, not, a, not no new challenges. I guess you probably have challenges with the oh, people you hire and everything. Yeah, you, you still have your challenges every day, but yeah. Now, do you have, is it uh, family run? Are you uh, the, re the remaining part of the family? Or do you have any brothers, sisters, um, children that work here? My son works here. He's um, planning on taking over someday. My husband helps me also. My dad's retired now. He, now, would, he would like not to be. He's just, he's had some health problems in the last couple of years and gone downhill quite a bit. He just can't do it anymore. And he's 84 years old, so. Your, uh, did your son, did you make him start at 10? No. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. No. Every generation gets a little easier, right? No, he, um, you know, he's in high school, played sports, went to college, and he was kind of one to, to work. He had to, like, twist his arm. <laughs> but, you know, he's doing fine. He's still young yet. He's got a lot to learn. But he'll, he'll get there eventually. Now, great. Have you been here the whole time since you're 10, or did you go off and live somewhere else for a couple of years? Or? Um, no, I... Actually, when my uncle Harold sold the business, when I graduated from high school, I moved to Tucson, Arizona for like a year. That's where he moved to. And I had a job and I worked. And then I came back. And um, then when Brian and I got married, he was actually in the Navy. So we lived in um, Norfolk, Virginia for like a year and a half. Very familiar. I'm from, I live in Richmond now, so I was. And then we came back. Well, actually, we lived in Chesapeake, but you know, he was stationed in Liverpool, and um, had our first child, a little girl, and came back, and so that would have been in '88, and been here ever since. So I didn't stray too far for too long. No, because it's the best place, the best town in the world. So why would you even think about leaving? That's how I look at it. I yeah, my daughter's funny because, you know, she um, she had, did her grad school at OU. She did her undergrad at Xavier. But anyway, she, um, she's a physical therapist, and she lives in uh, Covington, Kentucky. And she, she had sent me a message last night that she was coming home next week. And I said, well, is there a special occasion, or are you just coming home? And... Uh, she said, 
nope, just Athens. That was her special occasion. She wanted to, you know, just to come home. She's bringing one of her, couple of her friends with her, but. Well, that's good because I'm sure we found that we talk so highly about Athens and what a unique city it is that a lot of people don't don't believe it, I think. And so she's probably taking her friend to say, no, it is the greatest place. you got to come check it out. It's just nice people. It's it's friendly. It's yeah. beautiful. It's, it's, it's got it all. So that's uh, obviously why we have this podcast. Yeah. And, you know, and <clears throat> she's finally engaged and thinking, you know, I'm going to get married. But I really think they're thinking, like, when we have children, we don't want to raise them, like, you know, in Cincinnati or a big city, and I think they'll be back one day. Well, we had another gentleman on, and he was talking about what it is a wonderful place to raise a family, because it's such a community is so strong, and everyone kind of looks out for everyone, and you can feel comfort in that, you know. It's, mm-hmm. The other part of a small town, everyone does know your business, but when you have kids, that's okay, because you, you want to know how your kids are doing, so that's... That's certainly a, a benefit of that, and I, I don't blame her at all. Now, do you guys, uh, I guess of her wedding, you, you, you told her up front we're not catering it? <laughs> she, she said she had someone to do it, so I'm hoping. Yeah, exactly. So, no, that's 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 Mom's Day, too. I might uh, I might be able to help her with the rehearsal dinner, but, yeah, I don't want to really have to do anything. But. No. And do you do uh, catering? Um, some... Sometimes it not a whole lot. Like it'd be a friend asking or something. It's not a. It, it's yeah. It's, it's mostly you know people. We can do big orders, but they come and pick them up. And right now I I wouldn't want to be doing any anyways. So no, that, that's what, what's going on in our crazy world. Yeah, and I would imagine with all the the food you have, all of it stays pretty well too. So you can probably feed a lot of people. I imagine you do get some big orders because they can they can take it. Cause, yeah. Chicken's good for 10 hours out, probably. I don't really know, but it, it seems that yeah. way. And, of course, in the last few months, you haven't had too many great big orders because people aren't supposed to be having these big parties. But. Well, it's great that you're able to make it through. You guys able to weather the storm with the COVID? We're recording in uh, September of 2020 and still in the midst of the pandemic. You guys been able to survive okay? Yeah, we're surviving. It was it was rough at first. The first month was bad, and I just decided to shut it down, you know, for a month just to see what happened. And um, like I said, the day before you put it out there on Facebook, we were swamped. The day before, you know, we shut down, we just everything was wiped out. And then when we reopened, it was the same thing. And we were just slammed for like weeks and I've never seen the numbers because I keep track of every day you know this is what what we cook every day and and they were just record-breaking numbers like like nothing that I've ever seen so we you know one people missed it and two I think it's the community like you know we we've got to support keep these people going or we're not going to have our Miller's chicken I think was the point <laughs> well I think that shows the quality of what you do and the good people you you are because they're not they didn't maybe have they couldn't support everyone there's too many people and yeah they, they picked the, the ones who they know would give support so that's a, something to feel proud about for sure and a lot of other places were closed too but I think I think they're you know trying to keep the local ones going rather than yes you know the franchise yeah. 
and even in our time sitting here, we've seen a mix. It looks like there's there's a lot of more local folks, but also I saw a, a couple students that looked at of student age at least that come in. Do you get a pretty big mix? Yeah, we do. Yeah, and that, that shows a lot too, and it's uh, it, it's good stuff. Now uh, we mentioned catering, but you do any special events? Are there any? Do you, is there a fair? Do you have? Um, do you guys have booths, food trucks outside? Nope. And if you can get away without it, I will, why do it, right? <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> don't well, I personally don't need anything else to do. So Exactly. People are like, well, why don't you open up one here or open up one there? And I'm like, you don't realize that the, the one is just, you know, it, it's just enough. I couldn't even, one headache's enough, let alone <laughs> two or three. <laughs> What's well, interesting, the people that always give ideas, uh, they're, they're like, hey, you should do this. Like, oh, wow, because you have a ton of experience in that, and you have a restaurant. So, you know, they always have these great ideas, and they have no idea the amount of work that goes into it. Yeah, I mean, it's six days a week and sometimes seven, you know, and we're only closed one day. But it, it, it's something that uh, just uh, America needs. I went to, I was in Columbus yesterday, I went to a small restaurant, and the person cooking came out, and it was just like, how was everything? And, boy, that, that local community feel, local restaurant feel, I just miss. I hope we don't lose it. And so it's great that places like yours have been around forever. Any plans um, other than retiring and maybe see if your son wants to take over? Um, not really. I mean, I'm, I'm almost to retirement age here in oh, about seven years. I, I think I'll probably try to work as long as I can. I'm not one to just sit around and, you know, do nothing. Eventually, maybe, if I do, my husband and I could travel around or do something. Does he cook? Oh, he can. Um, he's, like, on Saturday, we call it cleaning day. So we have to, you know, take everything out of the cooler and, you know, right. keep that cooler clean and just pans and stuff that we keep stuff in so he scrubs he knows how to cook and then once a month they have to tear the kitchen apart clean all the filters and sides of the fryers and most places don't do that every month but we do oh and, yeah you know, and we got the walls and everything all the all the grease in here and uh well you have a very clean place i know you've done a good job just coming in with with the covid and i think having carry out only Probably works all right. Have you noticed our sales back up that you have, you don't have dine anymore? Or you know, you know what, right same? now, it's, it's you, don't, you don't even notice. And the reason that I didn't open the dining room back up, I mean, you have to keep everything disinfected. You don't know who's coming in here, hanging out. Yeah, don't take the risk if you don't have to. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my point. And, and with these students, you know, they, they, they really don't care. I mean, we had that big outbreak right. in July, and they're starting to bring more in this week, next week. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. But, yeah, that, that, scares, that worries me. Yeah, we had a reunion that we were having scheduled with OUN, and we had to cancel. It was right when they, they came out, because Athens did so well at keeping it under control. Yeah. And then some, some kids, darn kids, they uh, yeah. came in and kind of spoiled it. But I think it's still, it's slowly opening up. Uh, yeah. It seems like Court Street's dead a little bit. I know some, a lot of places are carry out. Are, are restaurants dine in here yet? 
Uh, there's yeah, there's you a few. Can. There's a yeah, there's a few that have opened back up. Well, the important things uh, here. Any new menu items? I mean, it seems like you've covered them all. You got the great baked beans, coleslaw, potato salad, and the pies. Kind of caught my eye. You do breakfast as well, and you. How do you know what to put on the menu and what not to? Because you're obviously a great cook, and I imagine you could want to try a lot of things. How do you how do you determine what goes on and doesn't? Well, I guess when you sell a lot of something, when you keep <laughs> you keep it, and when you don't sell a lot of it, then you know you know we can get rid of this one. What was your what was your uh, you came up with something? Said let's add it to the menu. What was a big success of that? And what was one that didn't turn out as well? Oh, I don't know. It's just, just like um, jalapeno poppers, you know. The salesmen come around, bring a little sample, and I'm like, well, you know, I like them, but I'm like, I don't know if people are going to like these things. Well, yeah, they're, you know, one of your top sellers. Oh, I, I, I didn't know that. Um, like the pies. Um, yeah, I'm glad you don't have rhubarb pie. You might like rhubarb pie. That might be a something. Oh, we can, we can get rhubarb pie. Yeah, that's okay. Strawberry yeah. rhubarb What's your number one pie? I would have to say that apple pie looks awful good. It's the the caramel apple is one of the top. That that peach berry is very good too. Blackberry. It just depends what kind of pie you like. But. Yeah, you say uh, even though we're in this pandemic times, but we've been in a steady steady flow of people coming in here since we've been talking. So that's that's great to see. Yeah, this is probably one of the busier Saturday mornings we've had for for a while. And there's no football now, too. Do you know if they're going to bring that back? I know the Big Ten did. I don't know. I haven't heard about OU yet. Yeah, I think it – I don't know a lot about it, but I think the, the conference decides. But, you know, they can only wait so long. And Is, is it a good idea? Um, you know, I think it's hard for an athlete who's a senior. That probably is tough not to have a senior year. But, you know, you can't, you can't fill that Keaton Stadium full of people, that's for sure. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it's good. Well, we always like to talk about on the show what we like most about Athens. And for you being here for so long, we've been only for an, an, an hour, actually an hour and a half, a year and a half. What would you say is, is what, what's the best part about Athens for you? I don't know. I, I like the small town. I mean, I like the community. I mean, it's, it's small enough that, and I see enough people like in here you know you know them by name you even know what what they're going to order when they come in because they you know they just never change what they're going to order you know but the, people for the most part are friendly mm -hmm. i would so. say i would say uh before now do you see uh, i've asked this question before you have students come in are the students from when I went here in the 80s the same as the students today? Are they more polite, less polite, or just basically any changes? I don't know. It you know just it just depends depends on the the kid and I think how they were raised. I mean, sure. I guess it's all the same. You have your you have your nice ones and you have your <laughs> yeah, just kind of like the world, right? Yeah, yep. Uh, are nice ones. Do you see from a student perspective? Do you see different times or different decades that had more students or less students? It's kind of been the same mix of local town folk and students. I don't know. I know that I know there's fewer right now just because of the the COVID, but 
I think, you know, I think ODU, it, they grew over the years, so yeah, there was more kids. Now, I don't know, you know, how much traffic, you know, some of them don't find us because we're, you know, right. out of the loop down here. But when they do, they they let you know and they yeah. Customers they for come, life. They come back. You say you mentioned what you like about Athens, the, uh, the small town feel and, and knowing everyone, and, and that is great. Do you have a lot of restaurants and business owners we've spoken to have a lot of long-time employees? Is that true here as well? Yeah, I've had several that have been here for years, and then years past, I mean, I've had some, you know, they've had 30, 30 plus years before they retired, so I re retain them for the most, it's mostly the older ones too, that, you know, they're, they're working, you know, until they're at retirement age. Well, you probably give them, they probably so, get a discount on foods, that's, that's a reason to stay enough. So, yeah, well, I try to, you know, treat them well. Well, that says a lot about your business, not only a quality product, but a great place to work. Now, when we talk about Athens, have you seen any changes in Athens or anything you'd like to see? I mean, Athens is, it's grown a lot, you know, since since I was a little girl. I went out on State Street, and there used to be just a mall out there, and now there's full of everything. Oh, yeah, and, and that that's another thing. There's so many more food places than there were, you know, like 40, 50 years ago. And so we're really fortunate that, you know, we've survived all that. Well, it's about doing it right. You say cutting your own chickens, and, and that makes a difference because you know what to do and you know how not to, we, to skip out on that. You have to care, to. you got to care about your product and what you're serving. And like I tell my employees, you know, especially the new ones, I'm like, if you look at something, I said, and you wouldn't eat that, I said, then you don't serve that to your customers. I mean, just throw it out start over you know do whatever you have to do but you gotta you can't just you know give them crap you gotta make sure it's good good quality stuff and franchises are yeah i eat at them certainly and some are better than others but it's not their food even if you're the general manager they're not told how to make it i mean they're, they're told how to make it and so they they don't have that that appeal that, that you have at your place because it's just you can tell the difference right away yeah you can see that. well i want to thank you for being on the show and it's so great and talking all this food is certainly making me hungry any closing thoughts anything you like to say well, not, not really this thanks for choosing me and we're excited i said this is great to, to have you on the show and again thanks and we'll talk soon okay thank you all right